Uh, my name is Basil Denno, I, uh, and this is Tracy. We're part of the discipleship team for Kensington. Tracy leads uh, discipleship at Clinton Township, if you don't already know her from your campus there, and then myself for Troy. Like I said, we're really excited to have you in this workshop, and we're going to be talking about one of these tools uh, that will help you in, in your uh, coaching, in your discipling, in your mentoring with other individuals. You know, in, our, in, um, in, in the scriptures, Jesus talks about go make disciples, baptize them, and now teach the commands that I've taught you to obey. And there's some things that as a follower, as a disciple, as a learner of, 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 of Jesus, of Christ, there's some things that, you know, we in tune, we saw a lot of the stories yesterday of, of people just being called to engage, just to love on other individuals. There's some things that come naturally for people. There's some things that people are doing, but they can't exactly explain how they do it or how it happened. There's some also who really, we're all uniquely created and, and we learn in different ways. So there's some of us also who kind of need to understand something a little bit more, a tool, a shape, or something that can help put it together for us so then we can be very intentional about passing it on. Well, that's what we're, where we're going today with this, with this workshop. As the discipleship um, team, we, we hear, we listen, we take in you know, requests and needs and develop content and tools for you to be able to go and take and now use in your ministries, in, your, in what you're doing and coaching, mentoring, or discipling other people. So I'm going to hand it over in a moment here to uh, Tracy. And Tracy's going to walk you through what that tool is that we have for you. This is the first debut of it. And then I'll come back and, and uh, then focus on how you would actually apply that tool. How would you actually use that tool in your everyday walk with other individuals? So like Basil said, my name's Tracy Hankel. I'm the Discipleship Director at Clinton Township. And we've just had so much fun trying to come up with a way that we can give you tools to work with and encourage you in helping your leadership. Louder? Is that what you said? Okay. Can you, okay, I can talk really loud. Just ask my husband over here. So, um, so, so here we are. We're at the Discipleship Toolbox and how to catalyze your faith in 2020. And so we've established that most of you are all here in a leadership capacity, either as a group leader of some form, a team leader of some form, or a leadership in your workplace or other areas outside. So I'm going to be talking to you in the language of as if you are a group leader, okay? But you can apply it to your own life. So, okay, so what we have here is at Kensington, we started develop, we developed something called the leadership pipeline. And what that is, I'm gonna explain what this little, that's the symbol for it over there. This is our pathway for you as leaders to gain access to information to help you be stronger leaders, to gain access to tools to have in your toolbox to make you a stronger, better leader. So it looks like this. So the first dot down on the bottom is lead yourself. So you are not, this would be where you were at before you became a leader. You were in a group, you were a participant. You were not leading, you were just going there to learn for yourself. Most of you have gone up the first pipe and you're now leading others. You're a group leader, you're a team leader, or maybe you're trying to lead in your workplace, right? Not of heads, that's where we're at, right? Along that first pipe, we want to give you tools to learn how to be a leader. 
if you were, if you've uh, a part of Kensington and you became a leader through uh, becoming a small group leader, you would have maybe sat down and gone through what we, a leadership guide. We, we want to prepare, we want to equip, and we want to inspire you. Today's event and all the talking and last night is inspiration. Preparing is like the first one-on-one -on -one meeting where I would meet with a group leader if you're leading in the capacity at Kensington or, or Basel was, but then you, would, then you would go on to be equipped. And so there are ways to equip you to be a, letter, a leader, and we're gonna call those things content modules, discipleship, content modules and they're based on increasing your competencies as a leadership does that make sense but just to have a word that is referring to the, to a unit of a tool we're calling it a module and then if you wanted to you're leading others and maybe you thought you know man i really like this leadership stuff i'd like to be a coach i'd like to lead leaders well then we would take you on the next pipe from the blue to the yellow there and we would take you through different competencies different modules to learn those competencies does that make sense now the question is, how do you get into the leadership pipeline? The, that is through your discipleship directors at each campus we have one, and you would say, hey, I wanna be, I wanna go through this pipeline. I wanna learn, I wanna have access to these tools to learn to be a better leader. And what that could look like is, like say if it were at my campus, and I'm looking at Jackie and Keith here, and they're like, hey, I, well, I'm leaving here and I wanna learn more. We would connect and say, hey, uh, which one do you wanna go through, which I'm gonna show you a bunch of them. We would connect and we would set a meeting and I would send them some information to go preview and then we would meet and go in a meeting with other people through this tool, this module. That's what Basil's gonna take you through an exact one, but I'm gonna show you the framework of it first. But I wanna give you the bigger picture because at the end, we realized in our first one, that's what people didn't understand. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You told us what the IR are, but I needed to know up front, where does this fit in and how do I access it? And it's all through your discipleship team. That's what we've created this for. So as we build this out, We've written these, we're editing them, and they're ready to go. You would contact your discipleship director, and we will build this out and, and give you access to all these tools that we're talking about. So I want to make sure you all understand that part. It's not something we're just, you're going to find on the website, and you're going to click on it. It's, all your, it's going to be through us so that we can walk you through it. Okay? So what we're going to call, what we're calling this, as I said, discipleship content, that's the foundation of each pipe in the pipeline. And like anything, you have to have a strong foundation first. If you build a house, a house has to have a really strong foundation. Can we all agree on that? And in the Bible, we learn if you build your house on sand, it's going to fall apart. But if you build it on a rock, it's going to stand firm, right? I like to use a different example because I've never built a house. But my husband, Jim, and I, I talked him into, because one of my gifts is persuasion. And so I talked him into restoring. Yeah, it's a spiritual gift. It's a spiritual gift. <laughs> um, I just got it in my head. We have a pop-up camper. We just started camping a few years ago. We kind of, it's really tiny and we gutted it and we made it fun, little cabana. And I just decided I want a vintage camper. And so I talked him into this vintage camper and with the idea that we would probably just have to go re-varnish some things, maybe replace a board or two. And he, he's not a handyman, I'm not a handyman. We don't own any tools at all, but we've got friends and videos, right? Well, okay, we are gutted down to nothing. There's nothing left in the camper except the floor. The floor was rotted. It didn't matter what else was in there. The foundation wasn't strong. So we had to take everything out. I know you're all pitying him right now. You're feeling so bad for him. Uh, we call it little hot mess, also known as big hot mess. <laughs> so the point is, though, we couldn't do anything to fix up all of the pretty stuff inside until we got the foundation right. That's what we want you to understand. Your foundation has to be right. And here's what we want to call your foundation. We're going to call this the discipleship framework. So this is the framework 
also known as the foundation of discipleship, <laughs> learning, growing, and, and getting stronger as a leader. And we believe that there are six core um, competencies that you need to learn as a leader to be strong in your leadership. Going forward from that, we have all kinds of other competencies to go through. And so I'm going to just give you a description of each of these. And I apologize, I didn't realize those looked so much better up on my computer, but you can't really read them right now. So you have an empty box. You're going to draw these in as I describe them. If you want to write any notes, you can. But I want to tell you I have the cheat sheet on the way out. So don't stress if you can't read it and write it, okay? But some people need to draw or write or follow along. So we thought this would be kind of fun. So just in a brief nutshell, we have intentional life, which is the triangle, up, in, and out. We have two question marks. There are two questions that you're going to want to always ask. We have the invitation and challenge matrix, which is the plus sign. Invitation, up and down, high and low. Challenge, left and right. Uh, leadership square, how to take someone around the leadership square. I see in you is about encouragement. And the little uh, cartoon bubble is about your story. So I'm going to just give you a description of each of those. But I wanted to give you an overview. So this framework is what we consider the foundation to grow as a leader. Or if you're leading leaders, you would take other leaders through these, okay? So if you wanted to go through one of these frameworks, one of these competencies, one, or call it a module, as we build it out, your, your discipleship director would say, hey, I want to go through this. And I'll say, hey, let's do the I see in you one, and we'll go through that module together. And then we'd set a date. And, and actually, Basil is going to walk you through that today so that you can get an idea of what a module really looks like, what the tool looks like. So, but just going to give you a better description of these six core ones. So intentional, intentional life is based on up, in, and out. And the scripture that goes along with that would be Luke 6, 12 through 19, which talks about the relationship with your father, your relationship with others, and your relationship in ministry moving out beyond your, your group of friends. So Luke 6 talks about how Jesus went and he prayed all night long. And then when he got up, he gathered his apostles around them and he spent time with them. And then after he spent time with them, they went out to the masses and they did the healing. That's an example of him giving us the example of up, in, and out. Super important as a leader and to lead people in your group is to, to teach them how to do that and the importance of it. Okay, so that's, that's the triangle. And the reason we have symbols on, on this is, don't you think it's when you have a common like symbol or language, it's easier to remember. It's easier to share with someone else. So we always have been adding a shape to almost everything that we do because it helps you remember, oh yeah, that triangle, oh yeah, up in and out. We're giving you common language to use that's easy, it's repeatable, it's transferable as a leader. Okay, the second one is the two questions, and that's based on Mark 1.15, where um, there's Jesus saying, the time has come, the kingdom is near, repent and believe that God is in the good news. How do you do that? It's, it's by asking two questions. He's saying, what is God saying, and what am I going to do about it? But that's easier said than done. I can stand here and say that now and say, all you got to do is just ask two questions. When you encounter a problem, what is God saying and what am I going to do? But as we take you through this module and you learn this tool, we're going to walk you through how to do that. We're going to give you examples of how to do that and how to teach it to somebody else. Does that make sense? Because basically everything that we encounter, the two questions, and in life we're going to ask those two questions about everything. When we don't get an answer to prayer that we've been asking for, what is God saying? What am I going to do about that? When something horrific happens and you just have no answer for it, like at our campus we just recently lost a security volunteer riding his bike across Gratiot to go serve. But it was nighttime and it was, he was not 
they had no reflectors and he was hit and killed and we were all at church just in shock what do we say god what are you saying to us about this and what am i going to do about it and he just prompted us to just reach out and just love on on his family and the group of men that he was uh, leading a recovery home i mean it was just tragic every situation and every circumstance we want to ask those questions but how do you do it what do you do with your answers that's what this foundational tool will help you do the two questions and then the next one is one of my favorites i love to teach on invitation and challenge matrix that's the plus sign so the vertical one is invitation high and low the horizontal one is challenge high low and high when you're leading a group it's so important for you to understand that you need to be in the upper white right quadrant, which is high invitation and high challenge. We call that the discipling quadrant. If you're not in that, you're either in a boring one, you're in a cozy one, or you're in a discouraging one. But the important thing to, is to understand with this is Jesus led that way. He was highly invitational, but he also challenged. Would you all agree that that's really hard to do? Is it not so easy to be invitational? Hey, come and join my small group. Let's go do this. Yeah, this will be great. But then it's like, but you're not doing your homework. Or we discussed that you were going to do A, B, and C, and you didn't do any of them. Who wants to say that to somebody? We don't want to do that part, right? But Jesus modeled for us that challenge is just as important as invitation. Well, how do you do that? As a leader, how can you be invitational and challenging? And I always give the example to people, you sometimes are motivated by the consequences of not doing it. So this, this module that you're going to go through will teach you how to be highly invitational and highly challenging and the reason for it. And let me just give you a quick example on that one to encourage you how valuable this is. Have any of you been in a small group where you all got together, man, it was just so great. Everybody clicked right away and they were talking and learning and just they couldn't wait to come to meetings, right? Ever been in one of those? That's usually how they all start out. But then when you have to start, hey, okay, now we're going to do homework. We're going to add that to the mix. Or if it's a small group in a home, you've got homework. Or if you're an encounter or insights and people show up and they're not doing their homework. And you're like, oh, gosh, I just don't want to be that mom. Hey, how come you're not doing your homework, right? How do we challenge but still be invitational? Would you all agree that you want to learn how to do that? Because Jesus modeled it, but it's hard, easier to do than said. It's easier said than done, wouldn't you say? But here's the consequence which will motivate you. If you have a cozy group, which is in the left quadrant, it's high invitation, low challenge. Everybody will be all excited at first, but eventually, and you'll be so inspired, okay, it's going great, I'm leading well, and then they stop coming. It's the first thing on their calendar to drop because that God factor, that learning and growing in your faith part is absent. Oh, okay, I'll catch up with them next time. All we're going to do is sit around and talk. We don't want that. That's not what small groups are for. It's for community, but it's also for learning and growing in their faith primarily. So how do we get that balance? We want to equip you how to do that as leaders. So that one's a really, really great module to go through. And then this is the leadership square. Jesus modeled for us in John, love each other as I have loved you, John 15. In Matthew 18, he talks about mobilizing and doing whatever the Father tells him to do. He modeled what he was taught to do. So the leadership square is a, is a tool where you learn how to lead someone else to be a leader. And in a nutshell, it kind of goes like this. The first square is, I'll just say Keith. Keith, we're going to, no, I can't do girl. I got to do girl. girl. Jackie, let's just pretend you want to be a new, you're a new leader and you want to learn how to lead. And you're going to join my small group with the purpose of learning how to co-lead. So I'd say, you know what? 
the first few weeks or month or whatever, we decided, just, just watch. Do what I do, but you don't do anything. You're just watching. Now, you can say, well, I've been in a group and I watched the leader lead. But it's not the same thing as being in a group and saying, I want to learn how to lead. So in the beginning, you just watch. Next side, okay, Jackie, what would you like to do? What do you think would be a good for you, task for you to take on? Jackie, I do. Jackie does a little bit. She helps. Third side, okay, Jackie's doing really great. And she's like, I want to do more. I'm like, great, take it on. You know, less for me to do. I do less. I'm just the helper now, and you're taking on the leading. But we're still doing it together. I'm there watching. And then finally, side four is, hey, you're ready to go, girl. Go ahead and go. But then you see the arrow is a side five. It keeps going. Now, who are you going to teach? Who are you going to take around the leadership square? And there's all kinds of things that happen when you're going through this. That's what this competency will teach you how to do. You'll go through this and learn how to take people around the leadership square. Because if you're in a group and you're leading a group and you don't have someone that you are mentoring and deciding to be a co-leader, a co co there's no fresh ideas coming in. There's nobody to take over if you're six. There's nobody to be working together with. And you lose that continuity within the group. And you we need to multiply. Basil talked about that. It's all about multiplication. It's not about, hey, let's just have the best group we could ever have, because that would be like churches who don't have campuses or don't church plant or don't have global partners. We're not growing the kingdom. That's our ultimate goal, is not to have a cozy group, but to grow the kingdom. And then this next one is called I see in you, which is encouragement. How many of you would say you just naturally are a good encourager like you know how important it is to encourage people and see what they're good at and tell them about it okay not too many most people are very uncomfortable with encouragement and yet in Hebrews it talks all in Hebrews 10 it talks all about affirming at the heart level and telling people what they see in them how important it is to say kind words it's in the Bible so so often wouldn't you like to learn how to be an encourager if you're not an encourager that's what this equips you to do it actually gives you like tasks and ways you can learn for you to be an encourager because when you encourage then people start to grow you cement your relationships they grow closer to you but they grow closer to jesus most importantly basil's going to walk you through the encouragement toolbox or tool when we're done when i'm done just just about now so the last one the bubble is the story john three sixteen is what it's based on is that is that you he everyone needs to know that he gave his son how did how did you come to know that what is your story right but it's hard to tell your story sometimes you can just go on and on and on and then you just you just lost them right there's ways to go ahead and to tell your story that will draw people to you kind of do's and don'ts wouldn't you like to be able to learn how to tell your story and also tell it concisely succinctly i didn't say that word before right so that's what that tool will tell you how to do so we think that these intentional life, the questions, the invitation and challenge, leadership square, encouragement and story are the six things that every leader needs to know how to do well. So that's the foundation of your, your leadership toolbox. There are many more, but that's the foundation. So now, Basil, you want to come up and actually walk them through the INCU so you can feel what it would be like if you said, hey, I want to do this. You've been given, the information will come to you in an email. He's going to walk you through what that is. You gather together around a group with other people doing this with your discipleship director or a coach, and you learn how to do it with others. So this is the module. This is one module that Tracy talked about. And uh, this one is particularly for the competency I see in you. What this module is designed to do is to 
help one learn what the competency is, apply that competency, and then be able to teach that competency to somebody else. So like Tracy said, they in turn can go do it for somebody as well. So what I'm two parts to this. First, I want to just briefly walk you through what do you have, what's, what's the framework in this module, and then I'm going to go back through and we're going to dive into this module a little bit just to give you a bit of a flavor for this, this competency and how those three principles unfold, the learning, the application, and then the teaching it so somebody else can do it. So two parts to this, this module. The first part is the first page. It's the pre-coaching prep, or call it the pre-work. This is what, if you're working with an individual, discipling an individual, or if it's a group, your small group or a group of people that, that you're discipling, before you meet, you're going to send this pre-work out to them that they're going to each do individually. Could be a week in advance, whatever time frame that you would decide. But you're going to send that out in advance. The second part of this, if you go to the back of the second page, it says Leader's Guide. And this is your guide for when you now come together with that individual or the group and you're going to sit down and now walk through this competency. And there's the framework in there. Okay? So that's the general two parts framework to what this module is. Now let me go in and let's walk through this module a little bit so you can get uh, an understanding for how those things come about, come out in it. As you can see, um, it, it clearly outlines what this competency is all about. I see in you is all about permission giving and encouragement. Encouraging that cultivates connection and courage in individuals. And as you're, um, as you're sitting down you know, with the individuals, and you may set you know, the stage on this about what you're meeting about, but there's some parts of this that are just um, uh, a guide that we believe in are real healthy to, to set a great atmosphere for engaging, building relationship and engaging with the individual or the group. And many of you are already doing it already or experiencing it in your groups, but you know, you're just taking a few minutes up front and you're just talking about life when you come together before you go dive into you know, the content, but you're just talking about life. The second part in here, and that's the connect, if you're with me on that page, the leader's guide. The second part is celebrate. And this is a reinforcement. This is about reinforcement, reinforcing of learning. So you're talking about, hey, how was your week? Let's, uh, are there, is there anything you know, that you really want to talk about to celebrate? Where God has shown up, that you really saw God's hand working through, through you, working through other individuals. Let's talk about that. And then the second part, the third part is the checkup. So ideally, you know, you're not in the first principle, but you learned something previously, and you want to do a check-in on that. How did it go? Did you have the opportunity to apply that with somebody? Did you have the opportunity to share your story this past week or month with somebody? How did it go? How did it feel? What do you felt really worked well? 
what maybe didn't, and then you talk about it. So that's just before you start to get into now this con the new competency, the new, the new learning. You tracking with me so far? Yes. Great. So now the coaching part is you're gonna go into this new learning. Again, you set it up about what the competency is that you're gonna talk about. And then if you see on the, you know, um, the, the, the next page there, it really follows the same pre-work. All the pre-work and how it was outlined there about the assignments and the different readings, the scriptures and the different readings, it's all laid out there. The only difference here for you and the guide is you see those coaching opportunity boxes. Now those coaching opportunity boxes are the pointers for you on what's most important to focus on. If you have um, you know, a, a good amount of time with your group or the individual, then you're pretty much gonna go through all of the material, all the questions. But if you have a limited amount of time, whatever's highlighted is what we recommend to focus on so you can gain the greatest learning from this principle. So I'd like to just walk through this a little bit right now. You're together, we're together, we're in a, we're in a coaching huddle. We pray, which I completely forgot to do at the beginning today, and open up. All right, we will close in prayer, but we're going to ask God, Father, just we, just we just praise you, we glorify you, we ask you, Father, through your word, which is your word, an unchanging word, to speak to us, Lord. To let us know what you want us to know, to speak to us what you want us to know, to let us know what you want us to do, to speak into us where we're at right now, Father. So I recommend that you read the scripture together. So first, that. Thessalonians 5.11. Let's read that together. Therefore, encourage one another, build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. Let's read Proverbs together. A generous person is prosperous. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Now you start to go into the questions. What's really nice here is you see in this coaching opportunity box, it's actually giving you a reminder that the, uh, one of the learnings from the questions here about what is God saying to you and what is God asking you to do, it's actually reminding you to reinforce that learning throughout this one. You see how they kind of build upon themselves. So as you're going through these questions, you can ask that. What do you really feel God is telling you through his word here? And what do you feel he's asking you to do? And then continues on. Now we're reading uh, Matthew 19. It's in the red there. And Jesus says, come follow me. I will send you out to fish for people. All these modules are built on the scripture, the truth. And here we see the prime example, the number one person that we're following. And his example Jesus saw in the fishermen. And this is, you know, a teaching moment for you, what you're bringing out and explaining. You're showing what Jesus saw, these fishermen who at that time was a lowly job. Today it's a pretty great job because you can make a lot of money from seafood. It's expensive as it is. I could, I could barely afford it right now. But, but he saw in these individuals the potential that they had to be fishers of men. 
and then you continue on. And usually every module will have some type of a um, have some type of a, a story. The story in this one is uh, Dave Ferguson. Uh, he wrote the book, author of the book Hero Maker. Um, how many of you have read the book or heard about the book Hero Maker? No. It's a great book on uh, discipleship, and really, the majority of of these uh, different competencies are talked about in this book. Our own Steve Andrews is is quoted in this book because you know when when Dave God gave him the vision you know for really laying this out. How do you not only make disciples, but disciples who multiply, make disciples. Uh, he came to Steve because Steve was already doing some things that God, but he just didn't have the language, you know, to put around it. And it really comes out in the book there. So I, I recommend that as, as a read. But he talks about his experience in here, how he was at a summer camp one time. In that camp, there was a, a basketball player from Purdue who saw something in him and said, Dave, I really see a, that you are going to be a great leader someday. So, a story that you can connect with. There's the challenge in here about reflecting. You're going to be discussing about reflecting in your own lives. Has that happened, you know, with you? And then goes on to really now shifting the focus from yourself, this module, from the individual focusing on themselves, and it's helping you as a leader show them how this is in you to be able to see it in other people. Now you're raising their sights up. What Jesus saw in the disciples, now you're giving permission to this individual. You're a leader. You have it in you to be able to do it with somebody else. And it continues on to lead people with, uh, with less, another, another reinforcement. There's the six you know, talks about the six levels of, of giving permission. Again, you know, Dave outlines these in the book, but it, you know, again, for individuals who need kind of a step-by-step, -step, hey, here's where you really start with it. And what these six levels are, it's really no different than the leadership square. I do, you watch, I do, you help. You know, now you're starting to explain it to the individual and helping them see that. The interesting thing is people may already be doing it, and you're just helping create an awareness in there. And I truly, we truly believe you're already doing this yourselves. But now you have an understanding of what you're doing. It's a link to scripture. You have a model or a visual that you can intentionally now know what you're doing and continue to do it and even do it more. And then as it closes out, it really gets into application, which is most important. Again, what have you really, what's really spoken to you about this? And you could see on the last page there, you know, what are some practical ways that you can apply this today? Again, what's God saying to you? What's God asking you to do? And then the closeout, you could see in this, the steps here is, you know, any information you got to pass on to your group or, and then the care part is really specific prayer requests. And you're praying with them and, and, and sending them out to go apply. And then now you come back the next time. You're connecting. You're celebrating. 
you're checking in to see how did it go? Were you able to share that? What was it like? I'm going to stop there and yeah, questions. Yeah, I have, I have notes in there. These are in the right order. Connection, courage, celebrate, check up, share. Yes. Did I miss any? No, and then on the back, as you follow through the leader's guide, on the back part here, it finishes. After you go through the, the, the coaching portion, the, the new competency, then it's closing it out there. We can take, we got time for another question or comment, thought, input. James? It looks like a lot of this uh, can be applied at work. Yes. Family. Yes. If you, you know, you can, it's, it's almost like a template of life. Yes. That you can apply in many different ways. Yes. So teaching this to your small group with, like you said, the intention of your small group is to develop them to leave your small group and start their own. That's the mm. multiplication that we need. But yeah. But this can be applied in so many ways of life. Absolutely, James. So powerful. You know, yesterday Dave was talking about, you know, faith and work and applying it. And I'll tell you, um, we should never look at faith and work as two separate things. It's one. God created us to live one whole life, the same person we're at wherever. So when these things become just natural ingrained in you, you're going to be applying it and doing it, whatever you do. Now, maybe one, one conversation with somebody who, who knows who Jesus is, you're going to be saying where it came from, what Jesus was doing. Maybe the other person, you're just going to be loving on that person like, you know, Brian's doing most of the time with the homeless people before he's even saying, hey, this is what Jesus has done. That's who we are. We're created in his image to reflect, be his reflection to everyone around us. Uh, as, as a follow-up to, to your comment and an encouragement, so because of who I'm married to, I've been, you know, working through this over the last three or four years. So an interesting uh, story is about a year ago, I was having a one-on-one -on -one direct report with my manager at work, and then he was saying, oh, how are you doing with mentoring this person? And I said, well, yeah, so I've been taking him through the leadership square. And he goes, what's, what's he had this look at? I said, oh, you don't know about the leadership square? So I told him about it, and he thought I was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so you can definitely apply all of these things yeah. in your personal life. Yeah, well, you are brilliant, okay? And I'll tell you, and, and you know, here's the interesting thing. The leadership square in the corporate world, it's called situational leadership. And it's really the same thing. You may have already been doing it, but you just didn't have the language, you know, or to be able to put your hands around this, this, this competency, this principle, so you can intentionally now make sure that you're teaching it to somebody else so they're going to do it, and we're multiplying. That, yeah. And, and as far as like building this out, like, like Basil said, we've been working on this not three or four years, talking about all those tools, but now the leadership pipeline is fairly new within, say, the last year and a half. We've done some different things with that, but we've realized it isn't, it isn't, Mark, it isn't repeatable. It, we can't get it out to enough people, so we feel like we've got a, a, a leadership pipeline and a pathway now for you to access going through these tools with hopefully your discipleship director or any coaches that are in place, and then you in turn can take other people through them. But the, the idea is that you would go through it first with somebody, do it and experience it with your discipleship director or a coach, and then apply it to your, your others. So the next step out of this is if you're interested and you want to be invited, because each campus, each discipleship director will do it differently at their campus. Leaders' schedules, just knowing their leaders will be done differently. However, they're going to build this out. 
if you want to be invited to it, you just let your director know and say, hey, when, when you're offering the opportunity to go through one of these tools, I want to be invited. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And we just hope, we use the word catalyze because we, we want you to be excited about leading this year. We want you to know that you're not floundering out there just, well, I guess I'll try this. Like, we have tools that you can use that we know are going to work to strengthen your leadership, which will in turn strengthen others, who will then disciple others. Make sense? So, so Father God, Lord, thank you for each person sitting here, Lord. Um, I don't know the reasons that they ended up in our breakout, but I'm so thankful to be able to look at their faces and just uh, see the excitement. Sometimes a little bit of confusion, a little bit of excitement, Lord, but we know that you are drawing them into this place where they want to be stronger leaders so that they can disciple others who disciple others. So, Lord, thank you for each person here, Lord. Give them wisdom. Guide them into the places that you want them to be, talking to the people you want them to talk to, Lord. And just give them a blessing of peace knowing you are leading them because they are obedient to you. And, Lord, I thank you for this day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.